Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. It offers flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business. You can also earn up to $395 in annual statement credits on eligible purchases at select business merchants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. Homes.com knows that when it comes to home shopping, it's never just about the house or condo. It's about the home. And what makes a home is more than just the house or property. It's the location and neighborhood. If you have kids, it's also schools, nearby parks, and transportation options. That's why Homes.com goes above and beyond to bring home shoppers the in-depth information they need to find the right home. And when I say in-depth, I'm talking deep. Each listing features comprehensive information about the neighborhood, complete with a video guide. They also have details about local schools with test scores, state rankings, and student-to-teacher ratio. They even have an agent directory with the sales history of each agent. So when it comes to finding a home, not just a house, this is everything you need to know all in one place. Homes.com. We've done your homework. Welcome to the Jill on Money podcast. It is Tuesday, January 19th, and we are attempting here in the early stages of 2021 to help you manage your financial life, to better manage it. Maybe you made some resolutions. Maybe you didn't. I don't care. But maybe what's really important here is to get whatever is bothering you or niggling at you out there so that Mark and I can help walk you through what the best course of action is for you going forward. So if you've got a financial question, here's what you do. Send us an email. Ask Jill at jillonmoney.com. Ask Jill at jillonmoney.com and tell us what's on your mind. And if you want to join us on the program, let us know. Mark will do everything. That is the magic of technology. That is what Kim did Kim's not her real name. Don't tell anyone. She is on the line. She is calling from New York, not even calling, just connecting from New York. Kim, welcome to the Jill on Money Show. How are you? I'm good, thank you. How do you feel with your alter ego right now? It's, you know, it's like trying on a new hat. It's kind of exciting. Yeah. I mean, it's not bad. I gave you these names, by the way, because you have a question for you and your sister. So I was able to um, basically use me and my sister as your name. So you're Kim, which is like my sister. And we'll talk about your sister, quote unquote, Jill. Yes. Get it? (laughs) So tell me what's going on for the sisters in New York. Sure. So we're having a debate. Uh, It's kind of funny. Both of us are in full-time jobs and we make almost the exact same salary, which is around 200K a year. Um, We totally intend to max out each of our 401Ks, but I believe that we should put most of our savings into, or I should put most of my savings into a Roth 401K because I think um, the tax savings I'm going to get, like basically knocking my salary down $20,000, isn't going to make that much of a difference. Uh Uh-huh. But she thinks that it's better to do like a traditional 401k under the assumption that, you know, her income might be lower at retirement. So who's right? Ah, this is a great question. It's like the sister slam. Um, Okay. So based on tax brackets, you're both single, right? Yes. Well, actually, I I have a partner and we are talking about getting married. So she's single. Uh, yeah, I'm in a slightly different situation, but as of right now, we would be filing individually. 
Okay. So let's do the individual first, and then we can talk a little bit about, you know, sort of the theory behind this. So as individuals, you both are facing the top tax bracket of 32%. Of course, it's not on all of your income, but I, I presume that your sister is sort of saying to herself, well, if I could knock that 20 grand off the top of my income, that 20 grand would be taxed at the 32% bracket. So why not pull it back and not avoid that taxation, which is certainly a reasonable idea here. Okay. So there's no doubt about that. In your case, of course, you know, you're saying I'll pay my 32% right now because I don't know what the future is going to bring. And I want to know that I've locked in my tax liability. You're kind of both right. 32% is a real tax bracket. So it's not as if you're like, oh, I'm paying at the 22%. But let me ask you a couple of follow-up questions. For example, you each make about 200. Do you think for each of you, let's talk about you first, do you suspect that your income will rise over the course of your career? I think it could a little bit more. I, I don't, I'm not expecting like massive gains, but I think it could. Okay. And how old are you, Kim? Uh, I'm 47. And how old is she? How's Sister Jill? Sister Jill is 44. <laughs> okay. All right. So, I mean, here's the thing. I don't know where tax rates are going. All right. This is the real quintessential question, because if you think that her income would rise substantially, you're sort of in your your like peak earning years for the next 10, 15 years. Right um, now, it is probably likely that you'll make more money just because everyone gets these inflation bumps anyway. Right. So people do make more money. But if you're in a career where um, you think that things are going to accelerate dramatically in the future, then that's a really good argument to say, hey, you know what? I'm going to actually pay my tax today because I'm probably going to see a higher tax rate later. The other aspect of this is, well, where do we think taxes are going in general? And that's really the key here. You, know, you both live in New York, so you're in a high tax state and you're in a high tax city. So you pay a lot of taxes. There's no doubt about it. My question is, and we put it out to the ether when we say, where do we really think taxes are going? I think they're going higher. I really do err on the side of what you are considering because I believe that it won't be 32% tax bracket. It'll probably be the 35, maybe the 39.6 again. I think that you could actually see higher tax rates later. The other part of this is how much money right now, let's just do each of you. How much money do you have in retirement accounts currently? So let's do you first. How much in retirement, pre-tax retirement? Uh, pre-tax retirement, I have about, I want to say 250, almost 300 in pre-tax. Okay. And then what and do I, you have in, in uh, Roth? I have a, a traditional Roth IRA that I started a long time ago, 53,000. Mm -hmm. And then just in terms of like what I have in my employer right now, probably around like 20,000. Okay, great. You're putting in the max. So that's great. And what do you, is your sister basically have a similar amount of money, but all in traditional? Hers is all in traditional and she's around 211K. Okay. So here's the thing. One part of this, one way to kind of bridge the gap between the two of you, I tend to want to know what my tax liability is going to be. So I am more in your camp. I would rather say whatever I have, I know it's already been taxed. I don't have to worry about it. If tax rates go up dramatically in the next 20 years, I'm all set. I've paid my tax. If they don't, well, you know what? I was probably going to pay about that tax anyway. And for both of you, what you need to know 
is that when you have money in these pre-tax accounts, you are forced to take that money out when you turn 72. That's the rule now. And that's going to just so she knows, and she's going to listen to this, 20 years from now, 25 years from now, that money that she has, that 211000 you know, could be a lot more money, could be a million bucks. She's going to be forced to take that money out of that traditional account. That's going to add to her taxable income. That's going to mean she's going to be actually paying tax on a chunk of money every single year. So the idea that, oh, I'm, I'm going to be in a much lower tax bracket may not be the case, and she is going to have to take that money out. You know, maybe one way that she could get through this, I would encourage her to say, hey, you know what, Jill, Sister Jill, this is your Sister Jill talking. What about if she split the difference? What about if she said, I'll take half my money and I'll put it in the traditional, put the half in the Roth? Because really what you want to do is you want to minimize the amount of required distributions you have to take when you do retire. Now, I'm going to say one other thing. You're you're both in like prime earning years. Any other money that's saved for either of you guys in non-retirement accounts? Yeah, we both have cash savings as well. All right. Um, so yeah, she's got about a hundred thousand in cash, and I've got I've got about seventy right now in like bank, and then another twenty five in a robo advisory cash account, and I do have some um, stock. Really? Yeah, around Look at 50, you guys are players. Yes, fifty thousand in stock. What do you? Why do you do that? Just for fun? For fun, you know? I, yeah, I basically will uh, take like a thousand dollars here and there, and then just bet on something for the heck of it. And then I don't take it out. I usually just hold. So. Okay. So what, what, what's what been your best trade over the last couple of years? Like what's been your best investment that you've made? Oh, Netflix by far. <laughs> when did you do that? That's exciting. I did that around 2008 when they were like raising their price by $5 and people thought the company was going to tank and I knew it wasn't. I was like, there's no way. So. <laughs> That's a great trade. What's your worst trade of the last couple of years? Probably Whole Foods maybe. Oh, interesting. Hmm. Okay. All right. I like it. Thank you very much for um, giving us a shout. We love hearing other voices. So it's been great. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. All right. If you want to come on the air, just like Kim, all you have to do is send us your financial question. Email us, askjill at jillonmoney.com. While you're on the website, don't forget, if you haven't subscribed to this podcast, please do pass it along. We want to actually increase our audience. I have a goal in mind. I actually want to double our downloads this year, Mark. That's my goal. As always, it is dangerous. It is scary out there. Take a deep breath. Let's get through tomorrow together. Wash your hands, wear your masks, maintain your physical distancing, put your hands metaphorically on someone's back, do something nice for someone today and you will feel better for it and they will feel better for it. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow. 